you are listening to Blockchain Beat. This episode was previously featured on the Blockchain PR podcast. Hi there, my name is Ana Paula Picasso and you are listening to the Blockchain PR podcast. Today I spoke to Tom Gillespie, the producer of the documentary Fake Fluencer. He told me about his investigation into crypto influencer Bitman360 and ScooterCoin. How it was sold to me and presented was a little bit like you would buy shares in a company. Bitman360 was peddling this buttercup device which was set to revolutionize the scooter uh, economy and I invested a substantial amount of scooter coin under the impression that the value of this scooter coin would function much like shares in a company on the back of the success of this device. After getting disillusioned with scooter coin, Tom embarked in an investigation from his homeland Australia to Sweden in search to uncover who is really behind crypto influencer Bitman360. Plus, we have a special revelation at the end of the episode, so stay tuned. If you want to get your free ticket for the Fake Fluencer premiere, just go to www.thefakefluencer.com forward slash free ticket. So, hi Tom, how are you? Where are you calling from at the moment? Oh, good day, Anna. Thanks for reaching out. Um, I'm calling from the Netherlands at the moment. I'm sitting here with my post-production team. So yeah, the reason I wanted to interview you, you just finished a documentary about uh, called Fake, The Fake Fluencer about Bitman360 and ScooterCoin. So I met Bitman360 last year in Malta and he told me about the ScooterCoin I know few people that invested on that. I haven't invested myself. I interviewed him. Actually, I caught something on my microphone. Then later, when I was playing back the, the recording, I heard. So I wanted to play that back to you and see what you think. That sounds uh, very interesting. I'd be very curious to hear what he has been saying in public regarding Scooter Coin. As you know, the investigation that I have been partaking in over the last 12 months has taken me down all kinds of roads. So any uh, excess material that I can gather, if you have some audio recordings of him, that would be uh, immensely valuable to, to hear. So yeah, play, yeah, play yeah. please play it. It's just a little clip, just a few seconds and here it is. Listen, Anna, not a lot of people know this, right? But ScooterCoin is actually going to be listed on Binance and Kraken in the coming months. Now, we've struck a pretty good deal and we're not fucking about with this at all. Like, this is for real. So, if you want to see some, like, 10x gains within the next couple of months, stick some of your excess capital into ScooterCoin now. This is... Of course, this is not investment advice, and you didn't hear it from me. But you're about to see explosive growth in ScooterCoin right, right now, pretty, pretty soon. So, 
Kill your mates. That was Bitman360 with his claims on ScooterCoin. So, Tom, what do you think about it? Right, okay. So that's very interesting uh, recording you've got there, Anna. I believe um, he's been touting this nonsense to anybody that will listen. So I've, through my research, I've, you know, I've learned that he actually hasn't had ScooterCoin listed on any exchanges as far as I can tell. Yeah, I mean, yeah. for him to go around at events like like that one in Malta and to tell people that, you know, he's listed on Binance and Kraken and some of these uh, so-called reputable exchanges in the crypto economy mm. is just a, a farcical. It's an absolute nonsense. So I'd, uh, I'd appreciate getting a copy of that audio that I can also push out to my network and uh, further uh, evidence for my case against sure. Bitman360 and his scooter coin nonsense. Yeah, that was a big red flag for me too. How did you come across Bitman360 and scooter coin? Well, from my research, um, it seems like it's a cryptocurrency, although it's not listed on anything. But how it was sold to me and presented was a little bit like you would buy shares in a company startup so bitman 360 was peddling this buttercup device which was set to revolutionize the scooter scooter uh, economy and i invested i purchased along with my brother a substantial amount of scooter coin under the impression that the value of this scooter coin would function much like shares in a company on the back of the success of this device. And that device never surfaced. And actually, mm -hmm. Bitman, he strung us along for long enough uh, that my brother um, was, was talking online with an anonymous source who dropped a spreadsheet to him, a link to a spreadsheet. And that spreadsheet showed us exactly how many people have invested in scooter coin and actually how much money got tied up in this project. And when I looked at that information against what's being delivered or what was promised to be delivered by Bitman, they just didn't match up mm -hmm. and red lights started flashing. I think at that time it was middle of 2019. Well, my background is in international currency trading. I um, pretty much spent the 90s and a good portion of the 2000s trading uh, internationally in the currency markets. But I myself have not, I dabbled in crypto back in, I think it was 20, November 2018. And that's when I came across Bitman360 and his scooter coin project. And, you know, it, it came to me through my, my brother, my younger brother, who has kids and they are into the scooter scene and they heard about this scooter coin. At that time, Bitman was, uh, Bitman was online peddling uh, his own project and my brother picked up on it. I had a bit of excess capital that I was flushed with from my previous trading career. I won't discuss how much I went in with, but I went in with my brother 
on some scooter coin under the impression that there would be a device delivered uh, called the Buttercup One, or it was just called the Buttercup back then when we got that information. And, and at that point I decided, you know, I've always wanted to move into TV and film production. I, I fancy myself as a bit of a TV presenter type character. So mm -hmm. I looked at my options and I thought, you know what, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to investigate this, this guy and I'm going to make a movie about what he's been up to. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this device you were, you were talking about, they explained to me is something that you can put on your e-scooter and mine, mine scooter coin. Is that right? The target was actually freestyle scooters. So um, we, were, we were told that the extreme scooter, you know, the young kids that go to the skate parks and they do uh -huh. their tricks and what have you. Uh, this was the market, the target. And it was a growing market, of course. And this device allegedly clipped onto the scooter and it mined scooter coin by the kinetic energy um, that was created by the, the rider of the scooter. And, you know, that sounds, sounds a little revolutionary. bit <laughs> Well, back then, I mean, all the boxes were ticked for, ticked for me. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I thought this looks extremely innovative. And, you know, there was a lot of pushback against the energy, how much energy is used in other mining operations for other cryptos. So this looked like, wow, okay. And when we looked closer at the white paper, mm -hmm. you know, we spoke with uh, some of the executives. We even sat down with a guy uh, Magnus and he showed us like uh, a clear path forward for a traje trajectory for this startup that was unparalleled in the marketplace at that time. Now, unfortunately it was all a facade. Mm -hmm, None mm -hmm. of it actually materialized. And what really gets my goat is that Bitman 360 is still out there right now. He's trying to launch the buttercup, uh, the third version. Okay, so and there were two versions delivered. before. There exactly. were two versions, two versions before. Exactly, it's an absolute wind-up. Uh huh. So he's still out there, and um, yeah, I think I've seen him on Twitter. I saw you interacting with him on Twitter. And although the movie is moving and it is in post-production right now we've mm. shot most of what we need i'm still continuing to interview key uh stakeholders in the in the crypto community because this guy's still active and he's he's doing it in front of everyone it's not mm. like he's in hiding or anything so the yeah, buttercup yeah that he that he talks about now is probably very likely the same shit that he was trying to sell a couple of years back mm -hmm, and of see. course if you look at if you look at the history of scooter coin price you can see it's flatlined nothing's mm -hmm. happened with that token and all the money that we and others put into this project has vanished but going back to talk about the movie the documentary so you said you're in post-production now and also right. you came to sweden to look for Bitman360 
do you want to talk a little bit about your findings, how we, what happened? Obviously, without giving too much away, because people wouldn't want, you know, I want people to go and watch the documentary. But essentially, like any good investigator, we we took that investor list that we we got in the beginning, and we started to go through it and and contact people just to get their uh, their side of the story, if you like. And what we discovered was a mishmash of individuals that both didn't really care about what they'd invested in. It seemed like maybe they had way too much crypto wealth that they could just throw it around without actually properly analyzing their investments. So a lot of, a lot of that and also couple of institutional uh, investors that we are still trying to get a hold of and get interviews with but essentially we had to we found that there was only so much of the investigation we could complete online so therefore we we decided okay look we need to go right to the heart of this and that meant finding bitman 360 himself and through our online investigation back in Australia, we were able to identify a Yoan Lund, which we believe is the real person uh, behind Bitman 360. Oh, okay. So that's what, that's well, what got us to travel to so Sweden. His, so his real name is Johan Lund? That's what we believe, yes. That's what the evidence is suggesting. And so we moved to, we traveled to Sweden in order to find Johan Lund. And again, I don't want to spoil anything mm -hmm. because the film is not coming out until the end of the year. But we spoke to key stakeholders, his friends, his family, those people that he worked with and associated with. And let's just say we learned a hell of a lot about this project. Now, as I said before, the investigation, the research, the interviews are still going on in parallel with post-production. And that's because there's a wealth of information to dig through here. And we just want to make sure that we both get an accurate storyline of events. So Tom, any takeaways of your experience and advice? Personally, I was dumbfounded by the amount of people, generally younger people that are hoodwinked into these types of projects without doing their, you know, proper homework, without understanding the mechanics of the business model. And what shocked us was that there was thousands upon thousands around the world that were just willing to drop, you know, typically their parents' money into these projects and then not even monitor them close enough to understand how the coin brings any sort of utility to the startup and the business model. So this entire complete lack of uh, awareness by these so-called investors, which they're definitely not investors. They are speculative children, essentially, you know, they are mm -hmm. buying into the, this, and this is a repeated thing. I heard it a number of times through a, a series of our, in, our interviews. 
they just it just repeats it's like there's a a carbon copy of how to pull off a crypto scam and for the crypto industry it's a growing scamdemic and it's not gonna stop anytime soon so personally i'd steer clear of it i'll teach my children to steer clear of it and i'd suggest you do the same and it's it's a the industry is never going to mature uh, with so much uh, scammy behavior going on around it's just mm -hmm. it's not going to happen and i don't even think you can rely on the regulators actually they they appear to be asleep at the wheel mm -hmm. um, from my research yeah i hope you enjoyed my conversation with tom but he is the real mind behind the fake fluenza documentary or shall we say mockumentary. Rich Teller is the producer and the creator of Tom Gillespie, Bitman360 and Scooter Coin. That was really good. That was really good. I was trying not to laugh when we were talking about <laughs> when we were talking about the buttercup. Goodbye. Yeah, we oh. just we just <laughs> there's a video coming out soon. We we 3D printed the buttercup, so it's a it's almost <laughs> a, a real device as well. So my my idea now was to just introduce you as Rich, Rich Teller. Yep. So you, the creator, the mind behind Tom Gislappy, if I said it right, Tom Gislappy. Gillespie. Gillespie, Gillespie, Tom Gillespie, and Bitman360 and Scooter Coin. So I met you last year in Stockholm, and then That's we right. kept in touch. Then I found that you were doing this documentary. Am I allowed to say mockumentary or no, or not? We're speaking Do as ourselves now, so let's, let's be a hundred percent honest. <laughs> it, it is a mockumentary. It is a mockumentary, but um, so yeah, so we go in touch because you're doing uh, this, the fake fluenza mockumentary. I found really funny because is for me, it was kind of like an amalgamation of lots of different crazy, somewhat crazy, somewhat outrageous coins or tokens that are out there. So I wanted to speak to you about it and how has it been for you? Because you, you don't have a cinema background, do you? No, my, my education is fine art, but I did uh -huh. specialize in, um, in video digital installations, but that was a, a long, long while ago. <laughs> um, so I've come full circle in a way. Uh, and I mean, since then I've been providing video production services, but this is, yes, this is my very first, um, first films are very very complicated to make <laughs> so that's that's why a nice bridge I have actually created a couple of documentaries like short form documentaries in the past so a bridge another step up into the direction of filmmaking is, is a no-brainer to try to make a, a documentary length maybe like one one and a half hour film but then I thought I need to have fun with this so I thought you know I'm going to critique the crypto industry with all the you know with all the experience and knowledge that i've obtained over the last 
eight years, I think I can put it to good work in, a, in this kind of format. Yeah. Was there a particular event or something you read about uh, that gave you the idea to, to start the documentary? Actually, it goes back to August 2019. So yeah, a year ago, I started Bitman 360 and my goal there, I, I wanted to create um, a crypto influencer. Uh -huh. So I, I, I created this, just put this character online, Bitman 360. And I said, I'll commit to this for 12 months and see if I can get him invited on some shows and be taken seriously as, a, as an authority in the space. Um, he, and how did he go? <laughs> that, how that, did he go? That was a, that was a wild ride. Um, the Australian community adopted him. The crypto Australian community adopted him, putting him on like walls of fame and stuff on Twitter. Um, he did get invited to do collaborations with certain uh, crypto personalities, small potatoes, but they uh -huh. still thought that he had some sort of <laughs> something to say and some people would listen, which I, I found quite amusing. And that project was, but people um, would was still... called Making an Influencer. There's a, there's a series on the BitJoin YouTube channel. It was an experimental piece. He ended up actually getting sent T-shirts from various crypto companies for the videos he made. <laughs> Again, lending some like legitimacy to his his content in the space, which I found uh, I found quite amusing. Uh, and as that as that project was wrapping up, <clears throat> you know, I saw the last couple of months up ahead. I think I ran it for ten months. Um, I thought, what am I do? What am I going to do here? Am I going to just kill this character, or uh -huh. where do we go from here? And then I thought, you know, I'm 37 this year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my first film. It's time. It's about time. Exactly. I felt <laughs> like, like I said before, I felt like I had enough insight into the industry and enough insight into the production process for video that I could step up my game and and put together a film. And You know, so I just span Bitman 360 into this script, which I, I wrote in two, three weeks mm -hmm. in March. <clears throat> uh, I, I, yeah, and then I started to go looking for people to help me realize it. Um, mm -hmm. And if, you, if you've seen the latest vlog episode, you'll see there's a little a small team together now. Yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah, based in so. Sweden and UK. Um, we've also got a few satellite projects um, that are growing up around it. There's some oh, really? girls in <laughs> in the US that want to do an anime series based on these characters. Um, we're looking at VR, uh -huh. um, Minecraft, and then also, of course, ScooterCoin actually <laughs> became yeah, a real so cryptocurrency. Real... Yeah, I saw that on the website of Fakefluence.com. Uh, yeah, then now be, a, Scooter also, Coin became a reality. Scooter Coin was like a nonsense coin that Bitman360 invented um, just for him to sort of pitch a project and appear more entrepreneurial in his, uh, in his character. And, you know, I think it was about a month ago, an old friend of mine, Linus Dunkers here in Sweden, um, he reached out and said, look, I got an old coin that's been hanging around doing nothing. Do you want to 
should we rebrand it and bring it back to life? And I said, why not? So, <laughs> That's great. So yeah, That's great. you can actually mine it. You can already. mine scooter coin. There but are wallets and everything. The buttercup tree is not real. Well, that's kind of funny as well because that you know when scooter coin became real, I was looking for utility. What what does it? What's the purpose? Yeah. Instead of just speculative nonsense. Um, and so I just came up with this device that actually has the potential to become a real device. And I'm <laughs> start, I've started contacting scooter freestyle scooter brands to see if there's an interest in pursuing it. Um, of course, it's not going to mine scooter coin uh -huh. through kinetic energy, but the if you go to scootercoin.life, there's a website you'll see a bit more info about it. It's um, essentially a rewards-based uh, oh, device. I see. I see. So it, it knows what tricks you've done. So if you do a, a backflip on your scooter, it will allocate you you know, 100 scooter coins to your wallet uh, directly. Oh. So it's, um, of course, at this stage, it's just a, a nonsense <laughs> thing, but we've, we've three print, 3D printed it, uh, a prototype um, and in, we're going to make some commercials and stuff to bring it to life. And um, again, Bitmoan360 is going to be pushing this device uh, at the, in parallel with Tom Gillespie's film. So uh -huh, towards the end of the year, you've got the launching of the Buttercup 3 in parallel with the premiere of the movie. And the idea is to build up some tension between the two characters along the way. Yeah, yeah. So there's, so a, there's definitely... a fair bit of backstory. Yeah, there's a fair bit of backstory. And it's definitely life imitating art. <laughs> it is. And I, you know... There was a little bit more to it than just the fact like I'd created this fake crypto influencer and then I was like, couldn't let him die. I also had a, a, a wanting to, a desire to, to make a critique on the industry that was accessible to the regular folk. Mm -hmm. You know, you have these hardcore crypto enthusiasts, then you have the people on the peripheries the younger crowd um, who are like almost outsiders looking in. Mm -hmm. I wanted to try to talk to those people with this movie. So by m mocking the industry in this, in this format with a mockumentary format, I intend to lower down this kind of ego that exists and this kind of techno um, you know, where everybody's extremely smart and mm -hmm. very good with money and very good with computers and try to lower those people down a bit and have mm -hmm. the audience be able to laugh at them instead yeah. of be intimidated by them. So it's to try that's, to switch those roles. Yeah, that's what parody does. Bitman is is um kind of clumsy and a little bit stupid i don't know if you saw the episode where he uses uh, virtual reality and sausages to explain blockchain um no i, I haven't that... <laughs> but sounds <laughs> it sounds amazing i can put the link in the description here so people can see pitman yeah, using a... vr in sausages 
<laughs> yeah, that, that one's kind of hilarious. Kind of far out. So, Rich, thank you again. Thanks for bringing. Uh, thanks for letting me interview Tom as well. No problem. And uh, and then again, if you want to know more about the project, go, just go to fakefluenza.com. Anything else? Scootercoin.life, is that right? Scootercoin.life is, is the Bitman's thing. And the Bitman's yeah, thing. Yeah, the fakefluencer.com. Fake so to be clear, it's, it's being marketed only as Tom, Tom's movie. Right. So when you drop your email in the fakefluencer.com free ticket, like I said before, you get access behind the scenes, but that's actually the real behind the scenes, which is myself and Mike. Daniel and what have you working on the project uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, and we have a discord group there for exploring like satellite projects around scooter coin as well great but yeah great. there's a there's a lot of things going on a lot of moving parts <laughs> definitely so I can't wait to see the final the final cut just before Christmas and yeah thanks again yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for listening. If you want to know how Blockchain PR can help your business grow, just go to www.blockchainpr.online.